0: I believe she has been on this show, even though we've never met face to face. She's been on this show off and on for the last seventeen years. Seventeen years, we have had the honor and pleasure of chatting with the daughter of the great legendary babe Ruth, Julia Ruth Stevens, and she joins us right now here on KFGO. Seventeen years, Julia.
1: That's
0: a long time. <laughs> and it's been heaven the whole time, too. You've always been a great interview, and I appreciate you joining us again here on KFGO. Oh, thank you. You're more than welcome.
1: I'm delighted.
0: I have to ask you. I was going to ask you right off the bat. Ha, ha, ha. Right off the bat. Uh, Babe Ruth, earlier this month, somebody auctioned off one of your father's 1920 Yankees jerseys. And it went for $4.4 million. What would your father say today if he was around?
1: The guy's nuts.
0: <laughs> 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 do, do, when they sell a piece of your father's memorabilia like that, I'm not, I, don't, you know, I don't know who owned it. I, I don't have the info in front of me. Do they let you know that something like this is coming up?
1: No. Well, it might be in, in one of the... Uh, magazines, uh, you know, the sports magazines that uh, uh, talk about, uh, write about the, the events and so forth and so on. I don't subscribe to any of them, so uh, I didn't know anything about it until I heard it on TV, but uh, I'm telling you something, if anybody has that much money to spend on a jersey of daddy's, more power to them.
0: <laughs> You're going to be searching your closets, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that eclipsed, by the way, folks, the previous record, paid for sports memorabilia by more than $77,000. And that was for a, uh, let's see, uh, the rules of basketball by the originator of basketball, James Naismith, went for p- $4.338 million. So anyway, the babe lives on. It doesn't. That doesn't surprise you, does it?
1: No, not really. I think as long as baseball is played, he will be remembered.
0: This is Julia Ruth Stevens, our special guest tonight here on KFGO. And by the way, we'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on if, if you'd like to ask a question, 237-5948 or 1-800-880-5346. Uh, you have two daughters, you and your sister.
1: I'm just curious. Well, just, my sister Dorothy, of course, died quite a few years
0: ago. Mm-hmm. But when you were young, did, did your father try to teach you girls how to play baseball? No, <laughs> no,
1: no, he did not. And, you know, softball, which, of course, is the game today for girls, wasn't even in the
0: picture at that time. Did you have any urge to try to learn how to play the game? No. I mean, you knew how to play the game, but I mean, you just hasn't never really got out there in the field, right?
1: No, I never—well, as a matter of fact, I did try it a couple of times, but after fanning about uh, half a dozen times, why well, I, uh, I gave it <laughs> up as a bad job.
0: Are you, were you surprised back then that there were not any women's teams? Do you, you, I mean, women had a right to be out there back in the 20s and 30s?
1: Well, yes, of course they did. I guess they just never got around to it.
0: Hmm. I'll be doggone. Well, when we first met you, your father was celebrating their 100th birthday of of the babe. And you were telling us about some of the great uh, people who would come over to lunch, including Lou Gehrig. You said Lou Gehrig came over for supper quite often, didn't
1: he? He did. He did at one time. And then they had a misunderstanding. And it was quite a few years before they made up again. But... uh, they They were definitely friends at the end, and uh Daddy was uh really crushed by uh Lou's early uh demise because uh he was a great guy, he was a wonderful player, and that was it's it, it's awful to have a disease named after you because now they never call it what it is it's Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, we're talking about ALS as as a lot of mm-hmm. us know it today. What yes. what was that argument about? Do you remember?
1: Yes, I remember very well, but I'd rather not repeat it. Thank okay. you.
0: But they but they did come together again.
1: Oh yes, very yeah. definitely. He and Mother used to go up and visit uh, uh, um, Lou and Eleanor. And uh, after Lou died, why Mother and Eleanor uh, spent quite a lot of time together and uh, went to ball games like
0: that. Now, speaking of Lou, they had a a movie out called The Greatest uh, Game Ever Played, I think it was called. It was a Lou Gehrig story. Mm -hmm. And I think your father did a walk-on part as himself, didn't he? Yes, he did. Did he actually wear straw hats? Because I think Lou Gehrig was supposed to have taken a bite out of your daddy's hat.
1: (laughs) No, daddy always wore, wore a Panama. Okay. If he wore a hat, it would be a Panama.
0: So that was but, kind of directors
1: there was, was nothing that daddy loved to do right after labor day when straw hats were taboo was put his fist through with them
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness did you go on a lot of road trips with your father when they were uh, when they were uh, traveling uh, to uh, other destinations for a uh, plane
1: Yes I did quite uh, quite a few uh during the during the summer when I was not in school and uh, they were always lots of fun. And, of course, I was also company for Mother because Mother always traveled with Daddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd go to all the games, and uh, except maybe in St. Louis.
0: Why is that? It was
1: just, oh, my goodness, alive. It was deadly. You know, the heat in St. Louis in the summertime. Oh. The only place that you could get comfortable was a movie theater or a drugstore.
0: Interesting. How about Detroit? Did you ever go up there?
1: Oh, yes, I went to Detroit.
0: Now, did you uh, get a chance to ever meet Ty Cobb?
1: No, I never did, but uh, my mother did because uh, her father was a lawyer and he, he did some work for Ty
0: Cobb. Well, Ty Cobb was kind of known as the bad boy of, uh, of baseball back then. Was he truly a bad boy? Did, you, did your, well, your fa- father I ever come?
1: I think he was out for Ty Cobb and he wanted, and uh, he certainly made a name for himself and uh, he was a terrific player so uh, I would say that uh, he accomplished what he set out to do
0: <laughs> Julia Ruth Stevens our special guest here on KFGO Julia you stand by we're going to take just a brief break and we're going to be back with more here We've got to chat a few more minutes with you okay Okay. Julia Stevens, our sp- Ruth Stevens, the daughter of Babe Ruth. I knew this was going to happen, Julia. Uh, we got an email here. Somebody says, could you please ask Julia about her father's called shot during the 1932 World Series? Everybody knows what's Chicago going on. Cubs. Everybody knows what happened. Did it happen? Did he call that home run? Yes, he did. What was the situation? What was? It? Did he talk to you about it? What happened?
1: No, it wasn't necessary. I wasn't there, but my mother was. Uh And so was Cardinal Spellman, as a matter of fact, who also attests to the fact that he did point to the bleachers because Daddy was getting pretty mad at himself, you know, for having uh, fanned twice. So he just, uh, he used to do things like that, you know. He'd do something that you wouldn't expect him to do. and the the He just pointed out there and said, you know, the next one you throw, I'm going to put it out of the park, so to speak. <laughs> I don't think that Charlie Root said if he'd heard him say things like that, he'd have beamed him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so it wasn't Chicago it was. that upset him. It was just he was upset at himself for striking out.
1: Well, no, they the the but uh, the, the Cubs had been uh, berating the Yankees all through the series. They were bitter rivals, and. Uh, no, it was uh, it was just the fact that uh he he wanted to uh, he wanted to get ahead. I can't remember whether there was a man on base or whether it was a, a, just a solo shot or what it was, but the point of the whole thing was he pointed and he did hit it.
0: <laughs> he hit some colossal home runs too, by the way. I oh, mean, Oh, yes, he did. Most of them way Out over of the four- park lots of times. Most of them way over 450 feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if I could do that on beers and beer and hot dogs, I'd I'd start pumping up. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, believe me, he ate a much healthier diet than that. <laughs> My mother
0: thought of that. Did uh, you know we've we've all known Babe Ruth as a lover of children? Oh yeah. Can you just reminisce about a couple of the things he would do for not only just you guys, your you know your sister and yourself, but I mean for the kids in general around the neighborhood?
1: Oh, any time he could help a child uh, do anything, he he was right there, like the little Johnny Sylvester, you know, that was in the hospital and wasn't doing very well. And uh, his, uh, his, uh, his father uh, knew uh, a man who knew Daddy, and uh, D- Daddy went over and visited him, and he got better. And you know when Daddy was so sick, Johnny Sylvester came to meet, see him. Said he, "I wish I could do for you what you did for me." Oh wow! So uh,
0: yeah. that's he that's really else. he
1: really did just love love children. I think it was probably because he had such an unhappy childhood himself, and I think it uh, it inspired him to try and bring as much joy to the life of children as he could.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. Um... When he was a youngster, he—I'm not sure what the—you the, know—what what was happening—but he was moved to a school for for was it sewing or something?
1: No, no. it was uh, it was an industrial school for uh, wayward children, as we say. Oh, and, but he uh,
0: learned tailoring, though, didn't he?
1: Yes, he did. He, that was that was what he learned how to do. He made, he used to make shirts.
0: Now, how long did that last?
1: Well, I I honestly don't know. I would imagine it uh, lasted as long as he uh, as he was there.
0: Oh, I, I was say, I don't
1: know that I, uh, they put him to a, into uh, anything else.
0: Well, I was going to say I was wondering if he if he you know was during the summer months or during the winter months and he was off off uh, you know off uh, the field, if he'd sit home with uh, his two girls and wife and make a couple of shirts.
1: No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh goodness! Uh, this is Julia Ruth Stevens, two three seven five nine four eight, or one eight hundred eight eight zero five three four six. Those are our phone numbers here at KFGO. Already had one email in too. It's studio at KFGO.com, Studio at kfgo uh, dot com. Did your dad want to be an actor after he left baseball, or was he just getting offers?
1: Oh goodness, no, absolutely not. He uh, when when he did not get an offer to to play. Uh, to, to manage a team, why um, he, uh, he dedicated the rest of his life to uh, doing good things for children and playing golf. But he was very, very disappointed well, that uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't get any offers to. Uh, and I have heard, and I have no idea whether it's true or not, but I will offer Some of the stories that have been going around that Judge Landis, who was the emperor of baseball at that time, uh, really let it get around that he was not in favor of Daddy getting a managerial job. Oh, really? Because he would would immediately uh, have uh, started signing up uh, uh, black players. And there were a lot of black players, oh, back wow. then, and they never got a chance. But uh, I'm—I don't say that that's the way that it was, but I have heard of that, that Judge Landis was absolutely dead set against it.
0: Oh, very interesting. But uh, just an offshoot of that, you know, when they had the, the Negro Leagues and and they had uh, the the Barnstormers. Did your not only your father, but I heard a lot of major leaguers did admire and loved the way they played the game. They they thought these great guys played some fantastic baseball.
1: Oh, they did, they did, no question about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, when uh, when Daddy uh, went out barnstorming after the season was over, he and Bob Musil and Lou Gehrig and a few of the uh, Others used to go to small towns and pick up a a team to play against the best baseball team in the town. And um, as far as I know, if there were uh, any um, black uh, people around at the time and they could play baseball, I'm sure that Daddy would have uh, have picked uh, a couple of them. Because he definitely uh, had uh, no—there was no racial— Uh, atmosphere as far as daddy was
0: concerned uh, it was for the love of the game in other words exactly Mm -hmm. exactly uh, yeah. be- before we let you go here I, I do want to bring up for the fact a lot of people of course know that uh, the great Roger Maris is from Fargo. As a matter of fact oh, I, had, yeah. I had just visited his gravesite a little while ago uh, and uh, along with uh, his former teammate Ken Hunt is, is right next to him there out at Holy Cross Cemetery uh, here uh-huh. in Fargo. It was 37 years before your father's single season record was broke uh, what did you and, uh, and the rest of the family think about that?
1: Well, all we, of course, mother especially uh, was a little sad about it, but daddy had always said, records are made to be broken, and somebody's going to come along. I mean, he was gone then, but uh, somebody came along and did better, uh, a better record than Roger Maris, and so it goes. It's, uh, they're always trying to outdo each other on. When they play baseball, they all want to give it their very best, and they do.
0: Well, we here in Fargo, of course, think that Roger Maris's record should stand and the heck with the rest of those guys using steroids and stuff. But uh, but what did—did uh, did you ever get a chance to meet Roger?
1: I don't believe I did. Of course, I know mother did. But, uh, no, I don't—what uh, year was that?
0: That would be 1961.
1: Oh, my goodness alive. I was in New Hampshire then, and— uh, I didn't uh, I didn't get to New York too often mm-hmm. a couple of times a year to see uh, mother and she'd come up to visit us but I was uh, I was married and uh, was uh, let's see what was I doing I guess I was uh, running a store and uh, um, and uh, taking care of my uh, my son Tom
0: mm. By the way your husband is from New Hampshire was that your former husband?
1: Mm, okay. No, my uh, my 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 first husband was uh, from Massachusetts.
0: Okay, because I was going to say he
1: died. He died uh, uh, very young. He died, in... Uh, we were married in 1940, and he met and he died in January of 1949.
0: I guess what I'm trying to say was is that there in your family was a great rivalry because you had this humongous, tremendous. Uh, probably the best baseball player in the world, and your father playing for the New York Yankees. But then he's got relatives, including, of course, uh, your uh, your first husband from the Boston area. It must have been kind of interesting to see uh, what it was like at the dinner table that night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and uh, But uh, it uh, it's all for the good of the game. Everybody wants to try and do his best. And look at the way... The records that are being set today.
0: Mm-hmm. This is so true. Julia, is your book still in print? By the way, I was going to ask you that last time.
1: Well, I am not sure. I really am not sure. I think that you can probably. No, I don't. I don't believe it is in print. I think there are copies that can be obtained, and uh, you know, on Google or something rather like that. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I have not been in touch with the publishers of. That last book that was uh that uh, we, we I wrote with a with uh, a, a very very good author and it was it was such a beautiful book with all the inserts in it with the uh uh copies of tickets copies of programs and uh it was just uh, i think it was but one of the best books for a baseball lover and uh, a, a fan of Daddys that has ever been done.
0: Well, uh, Julia, we've got to let you go. But listen now, I want you to check your basements, the closets, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. for that jersey because this last one <laughs> went for 4.4 4 million. <laughs>
1: Well, more power to him, I hope he, I hope he gets a big thrill
0: out of it. <laughs> Go take the F. But you've got to find one now. You've got to find one for yourself, Julia, okay?
1: Oh, that would be something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Julia. Great talking to you. And, you're uh, highly welcome. My we'll, pleasure. We'll talk to you and again nice soon. Nice talking
1: with you, and I'm glad you're having nice weather in Fargo.
0: <laughs> we are. Thank you, my dear. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It's 830. Bye. This is the Mighty 790 KFGO.